0: What's up, guys? My name's Charlie, and I'm joining with Avery. What's up? Uh, and Jet and Ollie.
1: Hello,
2: what's up? What's up, dog?
0: This is uh, week two of our series Be the Church, and this week we're talking about leaving our past behind. Yep. Well, we're
1: going to get started with an icebreaker question. So Todd talked about our past and leaving it behind, but also like how our childhood affects who we are now. So we're going to start off with like an icebreaker, just... Get it going. So, what was your guys' favorite childhood movie? <laughs> oh, dude. Spider-Man. No, no, no. Cars. 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 Hey, cars. hey, hey, hey. I was
2: about to say that one. Hey,
1: no cars. cars
0: was my whole childhood. You put Cars dude. over Spider-Man? Dude, yeah. Cars sh- cars so real, Spider-Man. Dude, Cars
1: is Cars didn't
0: Spider-Man. Dog. <laughs> cars had, like, life lessons and stuff. Yeah. So did Spider-Man. Nah. Nah, nah, but didn't Cars, really like, touch me more. The only like, life lesson I, like. I
1: learned in Spider-Man is that Mary Jane is... She's, not, She's, it. Not, She's it. not it. She's not it. She's she not it. She's not it at all. She ain't all that. Gwen yeah. Stacy, however. Talking movies? We're
0: talking like TV shows. I mean, we can do TV shows. Bro, Wildcrats? Wildcrats is a good one. That's a good one. That's bro. a good one. one. Wildcrats is my whole. Do y'all remember life. Chuggington? Chugging? Ch- oh, no, yeah. Yes, I remember sir. Chuggington. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the childhood, bro. Hot Wheels.
1: Battle Force 5. Y'all ever heard of that? Battle I have What?
0: That's just you, bro. I think Ooh, I have a vivid memory one. of it, but not so uh, That's
1: the one. Video game. Halo. Uh, Halo. No, like I knew it. that was coming. Nah, I was going to say, like Halo I was gonna say like
0: Lego Marvel Super Heroes. That's oh, very valid. Lego Batman. That's, that's actually so, Batman. so valid. Lego Star Wars? Lego Star oh, Lego Star Wars. I still think I know, Charlie's yeah. right. I
2: didn't really play video Lego games. Lego Marvel
0: Super Heroes ah. is like the best. I remember it's playing peak. with my brother just as a kid for like hours. Yep, trying to unlock all the characters and stuff.
1: I think I got like 99% on that I Oh, I do remember one game I played a lot. It was um. Power it was up. the Wii, the Wii Sports. Bro,
0: bowling. Bowling. Yes. let's go Mario. Sports bowling. Uh, the live stuff in the boxing. Yes. Oh, no, no, remember no, 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 I remember one time I didn't didn't boxed so hard I threw my arm <laughs> out, bro.
2: <laughs> I think one time I was like doing that so hard that I like ripped the cables apart.
1: Jeez.
2: <laughs> <Do> you remember <laughs> Mario
0: Kart, like the OG
2: stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. I, I was didn't have like a, Wii a yes. Yes. Stuff. You I never busy. had a Wii.
1: Xbox Live. Dude, I had an Xbox yeah, 360. Remember the, the Wii. Oh, yeah. The Kinect. That's what I did. Just Dance. That's yes, Just Dance I When great. I was homeschooled. My mom that's that's still abuses that game. Yeah, that's Just cool, Dance. So mm-hmm. Just okay. Dance. Okay. <laughs> All right. First question. So, as we had started, Todd did a Kahoot where he talked about um, we got to see how students react to. Uh, modern day church and how they feel and just honest about how much they're there and how the church affects them. So Todd did one poll and it was how, what guides your beliefs? And in the question, more people put that they let their feelings guide their beliefs than the Bible or society or social media or anything. So what do you, why do you guys think more people put that their feelings guides their belief than anything else mm. it's probably up to just how you're raised because for me personally I put that I mean I just always follow the Bible because that's how my parents taught me Yeah, is off my morals and you know life lessons is just Bible but um, I mean depending on how you're raised if if you just like if if growing up, you just go to church, but you're never really planted, and your parents aren't taking it every week, then you're obviously put at a disadvantage that some other people might not have been given. But I just think it's about how you grew up. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I just like how you grow up and how you
2: um, really approach different seasons of life. I was really thankful to. I'm I'm really blessed to have two older siblings that really like paved the way for me and showed me what what to do and, like, what not to do and, like, really just focused on Christ through, like, growing up and, like, different aspects of, you know, just different ways of looking at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Charlie, you got anything?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, for me, I think how you're raised is really a big aspect, but then it's also, like, how much you choose to immerse yourself in, like, the culture because all of today's culture is, like, uh, your feelings are truth. And yeah, what you can be, whatever you want to be, and stuff. So it's like, if you choose to accept that culture, then it's really easy to dive into like yeah. accepting your feelings as truth and like
1: because even the Bible says the heart is most yeah, the deceitful heart is of all the deceit um, yeah.
0: So yeah, so I I think the biggest thing is knowing like how to be based in that truth of Scripture and and just where to find that truth because. It's hard to find that nowadays. Yeah. I think the, the big reason why people nowadays um,
2: fall into, like, approaching things with their own feelings and thoughts rather than what the Word has to say and what God has to say to us about those things is they just, like, they they think that that's just normal in our society now. So it's like that's just they're just going to do what everybody else does, and yeah. they're not really looking at... Um, what the word has to say,
1: you know. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah,
1: yeah, so leading into how the church sees God and how they perceive their truth. What makes the church incredible? Like why what makes the church important in your guys' opinion? Mine personally is that it's it's about something that's that's bigger than us. I mean, if you think about it, just in the world, you'll see a mountainscape versus a cityscape. And some people might think, oh, at night, yeah, a cityscape might look cool with all the lights and stuff, but it's 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 absolutely nothing compared to the mountains in California and Alaska in the sky. Like, it, being something bigger than man-made or human is just amazing. That's what I think the, the church being the closest we can be to God as a community is just amazing.
2: Yeah, um, really just the community aspect of things. Um, you can really just meet like some of the best people you've met in your life at the church, and that really be- made like a big impact for me, yeah. which is just really having really positive friends that have the same ideas as you, and you come together and come through adversity that you come through in your life.
0: Yeah, I think it's about having that group of guys that you can just, or guys or girls, I guess, that you can just, like, talk to and relate to as you go through trials in life. Because if you're going through these trials and you have nobody to turn to, it's going to be easy to just, like, give up and run back to your feelings, like we were talking about and stuff. But if you have this, like, if you have a strong group of people around you just to support you, it makes it a lot easier.
1: Yeah. No, that's true. If you have a church around you, you're going to stay rooted in that. And you're not going to get... As far drifted away because you got people around you to influence you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. But in doing that, you guys said the church helped you out in life. So, what do you think your life would be like if you had never had the church?
2: Ooh. Ooh. Man.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Y- y'all can. Whoever wants to go I first. Go first.
2: Uh, oh. I think for me personally, it'd just be a dark place. Like. It'd be a dark place of just negative thoughts and just that those negative thoughts consuming you and just it would not look pretty because yeah. I wouldn't have people that would be there supporting me through everything that's happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jet, you got anything? I think my life would be... I, w- I wouldn't even know know what my life would be like because, I mean, everything I do and everything I think about on a daily basis is almost completely rooted and planted in either the Bible or in Jesus or in God, like everything, like just morals, um, just when thinking about how to deal with a person, just thinking in general, like just anything from words in a song to just everything can lead me back to thinking about Jesus so, my wife would be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's different for us because we all pretty much grew in, up in the church. So, right. we, keep, we don't have that perspective of not having it as
0: much. But.
2: Definitely wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, yeah no. I'd agree.
0: I mean, I, in nature, I am a pretty strong like, people pleaser. Yeah. So, I feel like if I wasn't in the church, I would pretty much be, like, following whatever my friends mm-hmm. would think is best and whatever everybody around me is telling me. Cause yeah. Because even now, I struggle with that and just, like listening to what God says versus like what the people I love yeah. yeah
2: it's like bouncing off what Charlie said like people pleasing like doing like before doing stuff for like the pleasure of other people and like just doing it thinking that it's good for you you know what I mean um but it's really not about that it's really about doing it for God and showing his glory to everybody
1: else you know yeah no that's deep um so leading off of that um talking about if the church if you didn't have the church but i know all of us have probably been through dark times even though we've been in church because sin is always tempting us so is there a time in your life where god put you through a trial to bring him closer to you or to bring you closer to him like maybe you didn't realize it in the moment but now you realize it a trial. A trial that brought you closer to God. Um probably for me. Mine was actually really recent. It was last year. About this time. My uh my oldest brother had been moved out for a couple of years, then then my middle brother was just working I mean when he was at work, I was at home, then when I was at home he was at work. So then I had kind of, like, a void where I was left alone in my life. Um, all my friends were going to school. Um, and I was I was at my house doing school because I do online school. Yeah. And I was just really lonely. I I mean, growing up, animals were a big part of our life. And my animal had died. I didn't have an animal. And I was really lonely. I wasn't connected to God at all. I... I had broken up with my girlfriend like three months before this, and then like I wasn't close to my parents, like not with my dad, not with my mom. So I was really just left alone on my own. And like during that time, I think he used that to show me that even though I am alone, and even though I can just be sitting there, like not doing anything, just bored or depressed, having really bad thoughts about myself. He then taught me to start reading, pick up the Bible, start picking up books, read, and like not just use my phone to be around other people or not just like sit around and not be around people. He taught me how to be around him and be around people in my community. That was a big part for me now ever since that lesson. I've never forgotten it, and I it's helped me every day, every day in my life since then. Yeah,
2: yeah that's great. I'm kind of similar with that. I... Like, um... Both my siblings are older and they both moved out. My oldest, my oldest sister moved out a long time ago and then my brother moved out like two years ago. And it was like really tough for me because I was always just so used to having them around and I could just I like go hang out with them if I wanted to. But like once they moved out, I was just at home with my mom. I mean, my dad works most of the day. So it was just different. And like through with sports, I was trying to – I mean, I'm very competitive, so, like, I always want to do great in sports, and, like, that has always been, like, my main goal, and I got to the point, like, this last semester where, like, I was just working so hard, but, like, I got to the point where I just felt empty, and a lot of that was because, like, I didn't understand why I was doing it. I was just doing it to be great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like anybody would want to do so, like be great in athletics or in the classroom or whatever. I was just giving everything to that. And I was blinded by the fact that like I don't do it for me. I do it for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So sure. like it was kind of a hard time, but like then I went through it and then Rush came and I like I figured it out, like, it's not for me, it's for him. So like he kinda filled me up. So that was like
0: that was it for me.
1: Charlie, you oh, got video. anything?
0: Uh, honestly, I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. You got anything, Avery? Um,
1: I mean, I would say, like, sometimes you're in a – I was in a relationship, yeah. I guess, that was pretty – it wasn't the best one, didn't glorify him that well. So um, it ended pretty badly. And, I mean, in the moment, I was just mad, frustrated, didn't know what to do. Um, you know you go from talking to that person every day to like nothing you know what I'm saying
0: yeah I got you
1: but now like then I was mad but now I look back and it was like the best thing that could have happened for me I wouldn't be who I was if I didn't go through that
0: no I got something similar too like when I ended when I ended my uh, I had like a year long relationship it was like one of those super close ones you know
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then we kind of just like grew apart and ended up cutting it off but after that I was like and, well, it, that relationship was, like, really based in God and stuff. It was, like, a really spiritual relationship. And, like, uh, but then after it ended, it was, like, well, if I, can't, if I can't get closer to God with somebody else who's a strong Christian, why can I get closer to him, like, alone, you know? Yeah. Do I really have any hope? So I just, like, kind of stopped reading my Bible for a few months, and that really didn't go well, and I just started getting, like, super depressed and stuff. It'd be, like, a few times a week, it'd, it'd just be, like, it'd be bad nights where I'd just sit there just being depressed in my bed and stuff. um, Feeling like I had nobody to talk to and nobody that cared about me. But then like, then I just made a decision that I was just going to open up my Bible and I was going to read like a chapter a day, a chapter a day, a chapter a day. And that's really just changed my outlook on life. That's really good. And the fact that like, I've read like a chapter a day since, since like, I guess last April or May or something. Um, But it's just, I haven't had as many of those moments because I feel like when I do get lonely and I do get depressed, I can call it to God instead of relying on yeah. myself because if I'm relying on myself, I got I got no hope. Right. So if I'm relying on God, he's actually gonna come come through and help me. Yeah, really yeah. Good.
1: I mean, when you're in times like that, all you can do is follow on God. Yeah. And work on yourself. Right. Yeah. Get that forbidden pre going. <laughs> okay. <you? laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright,
1: so let me pull up the next question. So from there talking about what brought us closer to him Um, so we talked about like how sin enters your life even when you're in church or maybe when you're in that dark time so we might have gone over that already but how how has there been a sin in y'all's life that has really affected y'all how did y'all work through that how did y'all get rid of that sin Mm -hmm. just giving it all to him mostly yeah, yeah. I mean, once you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere to go but Oh, but baby, Oh, <laughs> oh baby. There... I mean, really, truly, once you're at the bottom, you can see everything that matters because it's it's all above you, right? And really everything just, that doesn't matter is right there. It's beneath. just like
0: surrendering
2: and letting bring you back up. That's the biggest part. Yeah, that's like step one.
0: I think step one is realizing like what okay. you like yeah. realizing you're saying because yeah, right. sometimes yeah. you you'll be like sitting and stuff and like. <laughs> Not even think about it. You'll just, like, go and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's so natural to you. And Yeah, it just feels natural. But then, like, to realize that, oh, what I'm doing really isn't healthy, that's where it all starts. Well, that also
1: comes back to where you lay your foundation, where you see truth. Because now society will tell you that it's good when it's right. really not. It's not. Yeah. So to wrap it up with a final question. So we've talked about how mm-hmm. you are in the church and how you'd be without God and how you've worked through everything. So, as of right now, after all that, how do y'all think God sees you? As a,
2: as a holy being in him. A holy what? Being. Being. <laughs> yeah. I'll <laughs> <Holly's> leave <laughs> like him, a holy bro. Being? I mean, I am a being,
0: so I guess that's
2: all right. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> go- <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, <laughs> it's dude. all right, bro. Let's go. Yep. Yep. What you think?
1: Say the question again, because after that, I, I don't remember. <laughs> So how do you think God sees you? Um I think he sees me like he sees just about every other person. He's proud of how far I've come and he knows there's a lot more left for me to do and figure out. Yeah. And he's I mean, he's sitting there. He's waiting by my side just waiting on me ready to to be there when I need him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh well, for me, when Todd was talking about this question during his sermon, he pulled up the verse uh, Colossians one twenty two and that says he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. So even though we've like we've sinned and we've fallen short and we do that every single day, yeah. we're saints but we still sin. You know, yep. uh, he still sees us as blameless because right. he's paid that sin. Yeah, when we accept his free gift of salvation, he pays that sin already. Right. So we don't have to we don't have to worry about anything. I mean, right. we'll never be as perfect as Jesus but as long as we've accepted that and every day we repent and we work towards that goal of just like living sinless, blameless lives, I mean, God sees us as his children and he sees us without fault because he's already paid for all that sin. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Is that all you got? That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys pretty much summed it up. I don't know if I can add much to that. You guys wrapped it up pretty well. Yeah. But... That's it, man. Yeah. So that's that's really all we got for questions. Is there anything else you all want to talk about from the message, anything that stuck out? Uh, well, I got one thing that's not from the message, but it is for Todd listening in on this. What do you think the Mets are going to be like this year, Todd? Uh, go not Braves!
0: Go Go oh, 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 oh. yeah, There you go. You're welcome, time to time.
2: That
1: is to Todd Hampton. <laughs> Clip that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. This is week two of uh, Be the Church. Be sure to come back next week to listen to week three. You know what we're talking mm. about next week?
1: Uh, it's about going on mission.
0: We're talking about living on mission. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Don't <laughs> you, guys, forget. you guys have a good week. Thank you, Jet, and all of you Yes, <laughs> sir. Uh, yep. Just remember, you are loved. You are loved.
2: Bye, guys.